This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8 PSK. Audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. The leaders of the ruling coalition in Romania discuss new means to protect the population and the economy against the big rise in the prices of electricity, fuels and natural gas. In the second quarter of this year, Romania registered the highest economic growth rate in the EU. And Romanian swimmer David Popovic has qualified for the final of the 400-meter freestyle event at the European Championships in Rome. Leaders of the governing coalition in Romania are discussing new measures aimed at protecting the population and the economy against the big increases in electricity, fuel and natural gas prices. The measures envisaged include the reduction of the number of intermediaries between producers and final consumers and thus prevent prices from rising. The Social Democratic Party would also like a regulation of the energy market for domestic consumers and SMEs, but the proposal has been rejected by the National Liberal Party. According to the Social Democrat leader Marcel Ciolacu, decisions regarding energy must be adopted by government by September 1st and applied for a longer period until 2025. The gross domestic product of the European Union and the Eurozone registered an increase of 0.6% in the second quarter of 2022, compared to the previous three months, according to preliminary data published today by the European Statistics Office, Eurostat. In the first quarter of 2022, compared to the previous three months, the gross domestic product registered an increase of 0.5% in the Eurozone and 0.6% in the EU. Among the EU member states for which data are available, the most significant growth rates in the second quarter of 2022, compared to the previous three months, were recorded in the Netherlands, Romania and Sweden. Compared to the second quarter of last year, the GDP increased by 3.9% in the Eurozone and by 4% in the European Union between April and June 2022, with all EU member states for which data are available reporting increases. Romania registered an annual growth of 5.3% in the second quarter of the year after an annual growth rate of 6.4% in the first three months. The National Institute of Statistics announced that Romania's economy grew by 2.1% in the second quarter of the year compared to the previous one, while compared to the similar period in 2021, the growth was 5.3%. 
The Women Entrepreneur Program will be launched in Romania on Thursday with the aim of encouraging and stimulating small and medium-sized enterprises founded and managed by women. According to the authorities, just over 35% of the Romanian entrepreneurs are women, and approximately 785 companies will benefit from this program this year. The maximum budget allocated to the program in 2022 is about 31 million euros, each company being able to benefit from about 40,000 euros. The Women Entrepreneur Programme also contributes to achieving one of the OECD standards, gender equality in the entrepreneurial field. Trade unionists from the Romanian police and penitentiaries are protesting today, picketing the government headquarters, which will be followed by a march towards the offices of the Social Democratic Party and the National Liberal Party, which are partners in the governing coalition. On Tuesday, the trade unionists picketed the headquarters of the Ministries of Labour and Interior. They announced that on Thursday the protests will continue at the headquarters of the European Commission representation in Romania. The trade unionists are unhappy with salaries and the criteria used to award bonuses. They also demand the updating of the value of mill tickets according to the consumer price indices established by the National Institute of Statistics. And our sports, the Romanian swimmer David Popovic has qualified for the 400-meter freestyle final at the European Championships in Rome. He raced in the first of five qualifying rounds. 38 swimmers participated in the rounds and the first eight qualified for the finals. It will be the strangest race for me because I have no experience in this kind of event. I've only done it three times in small competitions. But it's a good place to start and see if I'm good or not, David Popovic said before the race. At only 17, David Popovic is, as of Saturday, the world record holder in the 100-meter freestyle with 46 seconds and 86 hundreds. On Monday, he also won the gold medal in the 200-meter freestyle. A world champion in both the 100 and 200 meter freestyle, the Romanian swimmer covered the full length of the pool in 1 minute, 42 seconds and 97 hundreds, a new world and European record. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. The number of COVID-19 infections is going down in Romania, but face covering remains an effective means to avoid contamination. This is Daniel Bilz at the microphone with a report by Mihai Pelin. According to authorities in Bucharest, the number of COVID-19 infections is going down in Romania. State Secretary with the Health Ministry Epidemiologist Adriana Pistol said that 39,000 new infections were reported last week, 13,000 less than in the previous period of time. This downward trend is visible now and will become more clearly visible next week. Here is epidemiologist Adriana Pistol. 
În săptămâna precedentă, 8-14 august, numărul este consistent mai Between scăzut. August the 8th and the 14th, the number of infections was considerably lower than a week before. So obviously the number of infections is on a downward trend. This is also visible in the number of related fatalities, which was also lower than in the previous week. This is the situation now, but as people come back from holidays and the school year is to begin soon, we may expect the number of infections to rise again. Until next month, when school is to resume, face covering remains an effective way to avoid the disease, State Secretary Adriana Pistol went on to say. We have seen people who are wearing masks in public transport vehicles and supermarkets. We thanked them and encouraged them to continue to do so. We believe this behavior has largely contributed to this downward trend because this virus is airborne and this is the right method to avoid contamination and protect the others. 3,600 new infections were announced on Tuesday, lower than a week ago, while 4,000 patients were being treated in hospitals around the country. Authorities say the Omicron variant was responsible for most of the infections last week. BA2 has been identified in 39% of the cases, while BA5 in 16%. We recall that Romania lifted all restrictions on March the 9th. Romanian healthcare minister Alexandru Rafila announced back then that mask mandates in indoor and outdoor spaces had been lifted. Covid and travel certificates ceased to be mandatory in Romania, a country which had been in a state of medical alert for almost two years. According to official data, 3.1 million infections have so far been reported, as well as 66,000 related fatalities, mainly among people above 60. And that was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Three sides from Romania to play on Thursday in the first round of the Conference League's playoffs, Europe's third major football competition. Two of them, Universitatea Craiova and CFR Cluj, will have away games whereas FCSP will be playing in Bucharest. Universitatea will be up against the Israeli side Hapoel Bersheva in a game starting at 20.30 Bucharest time. In the Romanian Super League, the trainees of Mirel Rodoi, who has just made his debut in the present edition of this championship, 
barely managed a 1-0 win against FC Mioveni, which is their first victory in the domestic championship so far. Romania's champions CFR Cluj will be playing NK Maribor in Slovenia at 21.15 Bucharest time. This is the second Romanian-Slovene match after the one in which Sepsi Svuntu Gheorghe defeated Olimpia Ljubljana. On Sunday, CFR lost their home match against FC Botoshan 1-0. FCSB, a side coached by Nikolae Dico, will be up at home against Norwegian team Viking Stavanger in a match due to begin at 21.30 local time. FCSB had a shy start in the present edition of the domestic championship and are presently ranking 12th after a victory, three draws and a defeat. However, they come after three wins in a row in the preliminaries of Conference League. One against Saburtalo and two against Dunashka Streda. In the Romanian Super League on Sunday, FCSB secured a 3-2 home win against Kintia Târgoviște. In the end, we remind you that you can revisit this report on the internet at rri.ro as well as on Radio Romania International's Facebook profile. Time now for Song of the Day. We invite you to stay tuned for Feli featuring Jean Gavrila and their hit entitled Free Again.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Hello and welcome to Society Today. The Romanian capital Bucharest is not only the most polluted European capital, but it has a level of pollution way above normal, endangering the health of its citizens. In addition, over the last few years, another phenomenon has been noted. The quality of air in Bucharest is variable, especially depending on the season. During winter, and more recently autumn, pollutants tend to be higher, as higher levels of burning occur. These conclusions, along with many others, are in the report for researching the quality of the environment in the capital, recently launched at the request of the Bucharest Community Foundation. In fact, this report is the basis for the NGO platform to which civic activists and local administration representatives are invited to participate. The environmental problems in Bucharest come in many forms and have been ignored for a long time. They now need concerted efforts to find solutions, which leads to the reason for creating this platform in the first place. Of course, any attempt at this has to be preceded by a detailed analysis of the situation. And this is what Professor Christian Joje did with this research report, looking at the sources of pollution in Bucharest. Here is what he found in short. Bucureștiul are probleme cu particulele în suspensie, are probleme cu oxizii de azot, are probleme cu benzenul, are probleme cu... Bucharest has issues with suspension particles, has problems with nitrogen oxides, has problems with benzene, has issues with many categories of pollutants. In the end, it is mostly about the way in which we choose to commute in the city, because the main source of pollution within the city is traffic. Most of the citizens of the city choose a car to commute and move within the city. Also, Bucharest has a fairly low rate of use of public transportation. What is the further meaning of this type of mobility? This mobility represents public space occupancy. We are surprised by the number of automobiles registered in Bucharest in the last few years. However, this has to be looked at further in terms of occupancy of public spaces, because we can see that most sidewalks in the city are occupied by automobiles. Which brings us to the issue of cleaning up the city. Because if institutions want to clean up the city, there is the humongous effort of moving aside all cars just to clean up a street. Also, speaking of green spaces, the authorities show us some figures, and we are told that they are very close to the targets set by the legislation. However, if we look at what happens in reality, we can see that our main green spaces are crowded, including by cars. So, how did we find ourselves in this situation? By a combination of economic interests and the neglect that Bucharesters show. And here is Christian Joja. 
Cred că în momentul de față, ce trebuie înțeles la nivelul orașului este că dintr-un mediu poluat, dintr-un aer poluat, dintr-o calitate I believe that at this moment what has to be understood at the level of the city is that some have to gain from a polluted environment, a polluted air, bad water quality, the lack of green spaces, the poor management of waste and our over-the-top consumption. So practically right now we can talk about an economy that is oriented towards a model of consumption in Bucharest where there is no awareness or there is no taking into account too much environmental issues. I believe that one of the most important problems which branch out into the environmental issues that the city has is the fact that there isn't much attachment towards the city. The attachment towards the city is very low. Let's say a very low sensitivity towards what happens further down the line as a result of our individual choices. If we climb in the car every day for each movement we make, we have to be aware that we have no way of having clean air. By the same token, if we have exaggerated consumption of products, we cannot have a circular economy. So basically, these individual gestures, multiplied at the scale of the city, bring with them this multitude of problems we are facing at the present moment. Over the last few years, waste management has truly become a serious problem. Waste has been piling up and the authorities have not managed to keep up with selective collection, recycling and storage. Which is why you can see on the fringes of the capital improvised garbage dumps and in the nearby villages, waste is getting burned, releasing into the air substances that are extremely harmful for the health of Bucharesters. For the time being, the environmental guard seems to be overwhelmed by the number of incinerations, and their interventions are meager faced with the size of the phenomenon. Generally, the authorities are clumsy intervening, and burdened by the bureaucracy. In fact, the mayor of Sector 2 of Bucharest told us that they are at the point at which the Environment Guard and Sector 2 City Hall may slap each other with fines regarding the disposal of garbage. This has been Society Today. Time now for Song of the Day. We invite you to listen to Direcția Cinci with their hit, I Believed. Am crezut 
pot face din noi Că ai putea să-mi Animei cei mai buni Am crezut Că ai vrut și tu Am noi să fim Până la sfârșit Coming up next on Radio Romania International, visit Romania. Welcome to visit Romania with me, Eugen Nasta. The summer season has gained its momentum in Romania for a couple of weeks now. The resorts on the Romanian Black Sea coast are already teeming with tourists who enjoy the recently enlarged beaches and the Black Sea's warm water. No less sought after are the spa treatment options available in most resorts or the sapropelic mulch wrappings in Tekirjol. However, a holiday on the Romanian Black Sea coast does not only mean beach and swimming. A trip to the Constanza municipal city, for instance, can cater for your needs of doing cultural or historical tourism. Constanza is Romania's oldest city in terms of documentary evidence. As expected, it is also the most visited city during the summer season. Here you can find archaeological vestiges, which can be placed among the world's one-of-a-kind items, but also iconic buildings, highly representative for the Romanian and the international heritage. Among them, the Carol I Royal Mosque, also known as the Great Mosque of Constanza, or the King's Mosque. Here is Imam Ali Selchin to welcome you and to give you details on that. King Carol I of Romania built the mosque between 1910 and 1913. It was a self-funded undertaking, built as a tribute to the Muslim community in Romania. It is open for the five daily prayers, as well as for tourists. As regards the ethnic cohabitation in Dobroja, 
His Excellency, the Mufti of the Muslim Persuasion in Romania, Yusuf Murat, has stated it is an example set for the entire Europe. The mosque as such has several very special characteristics. It was for the first time during its construction over 1910 and 1913 when ferro-concrete was used for a building in Romania. The mosque has impressive dimensions, therefore the carpet of the mosque cannot be stretched and admired in the fullness of its beauty. The visitors of the mosque can see it only partially stretched, as much as the floor's surface area allows, part of it being kept rolled. Then the minaret is also built of ferro-concrete and is 47 metres tall. Here is Imam Ali Selchin once again. In token of respect, no other mosque in Romania is allowed to have a minaret taller than this one. In the mosque, the carpet also stands out. It is 200 years old, 14 meters long, 9 meters wide, weighing 490 kilograms, almost half a ton. It is the carpet offered by the last Ottoman Sultan, Abdul Hamid, for the bigger mosque in Adakale. The only thing we could rescue when the island sank was this carpet, a one-of-a-kind item in Europe. It was entirely handmade for 20 years in Turkey's Hereke, a town which was renowned for its carpets. Then, just as the Voronets blue cannot be reproduced, so are the mosque's blue grit stones and tiles. They are unique and were manufactured in Iznik. The Imam Ali Selchin also said the mosque was Romania's greatest such building. Also, the Imam said, the mosque unites all people under the same roof. Well, folks, the invitation has been extended to all of you. Until next time, when we're waiting for you with a new tourist destination, have a safe journey and a fine weather wherever you may travel. And that was Visit Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, it's truly Romanian. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. Today we invite you to listen to tunes performed by a master of the violin, fiddler Ion Matake. He was born on August 1, 1905, in Argeș County. He first learned how to play a local type of fiddle, built by the famous craftsman Stan Talos, and then the cymbalo. He would play them both at lots of local celebrations. In 1923, he became a member of the band of the famous Costica Boeru, and in 1927, he started performing in various locations in the capital Bucharest. To start with, here is one of the best-known tunes in Ion Matake's repertoire, the Argeș Dance. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yonatake had his radio debut on Radio Bucharest in 1934, and a few years later he could also be heard on Radio Romania. Here is next another tune performed by Ion Matake on the violin, the two-part round dance. <laughs> we invite you to listen to another beautiful piece from Ion Matake's rich repertoire, Wedding Song from Argesh. Thank you. 
Ion Matakia performed a lot in the capital, but he would always be dressed in his village's traditional costumes. He was also a famous collector of violins and is remembered today as one of the biggest creators of traditional instrumental music of the past 100 years. To end today's show, we invite you to listen to one more tune performed by Ion Matake, Costica's Round Dance. <laughs> Living Romania. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lecramiora Simeon, your host today. It's early August, the last month of summer, and it's still very hot in Romania. If you happen to be in Romania in August and are a festival fan, you are in the right place, because August is full of festivals. But unfortunately, you have missed the seventh edition of the Untold Festival, which has recently come to an end. It took place between August 4th and 7th in Cluj-Napoca, in the northwest. Some of the best international artists of the moment came to the festival, including J. Belvin, David Guetta, G. Easy, Tujamo, Hardwell, Steve Aoki, as well as Major Laser, Above and Beyond, and the British artist Anne Marie, a first for our country. More than 200 artists featured in the festival, who tackled the most diverse musical genres, from live acts to pop, house, techno, tech house, hip-hop, trance, and tribal. The well-known Anonymul International Independent Film Festival kicked off on August 8th as usual in the village of Svantu Gheorghe in the Danube Delta, and it will come to an end on August 14th. It has two short film competitions, Romanian and international, a feature film competition as well as screenings outside the contest. Romanian feature films that were presented in important festivals such as Cannes and San Sebastian are included in the program of the 19th edition of the festival in the Delta outside the competition. The documentary Mario Polis 2, made by Mantas Kvedaravicius, 
was screened for the first time in Romania on Monday evening at the opening of the 19th edition of the festival in the presence of more than 3,000 spectators. The film is included in the Focus Ukraine program, which also includes Butterfly Vision by Maxim Nakonechny and Bad Roads by Natalia Vorosbit. For the first time this year, the festival includes a workshop intended for teenagers from the villages of the Danube Delta, entitled My Vocation, the Film. The workshop, in which students of the 7th and 8th grades are expected to participate, will take place between August 9th and 12th in Svantu Gheorghe. My Vocation, the Film, is a social-cultural project of non-formal education, organized by the Fama Art Association with the support of the National Center of Cinematography. The project aims to promote cinematographic culture by facilitating the access of children and young people to the values of cinematographic art, to direct interaction with filmmakers and professionals, thus having an integrative role in the development of the community and, in particular, in the education and development of young people offering them new perspectives in choosing the next stages of study. The initiative is important because it supports the development and education of society, providing information and perspectives to students and young people from an isolated area with little access to art and culture. The project is primarily aimed at children from the localities of Svantu Gheorghe, Mila 23 and Kilia. About 15 talented students will be involved in the activities and at the end of the workshop they will make a video material. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Between August 12th and 14th, Summer Well Festival takes place at Stirbe Estate in Buftania, Bucharest. As the public health context is not 100% predictable, the festival organizers do not allow the possibility of requiring a green certificate. One of the top artists featuring in the festival is the band Arctic Monkeys, who recently announced a European tour with events in countries such as Croatia, Bulgaria, Hungary and the Czech Republic. Other guests of the festival are, among others, Nothing But Thieves, Jungle, Future Islands, Alice Merton, Roosevelt and Self-Esteem. The Sigishwara Pro-Ethnica Intercultural Festival in central Romania resumes after a two-year break. The event has reached its 18th edition and will take place between August 25th and 28th. Featuring in the festival are folk ensembles representing 20 ethnic communities in Romania. Symposiums and meetings will be held with writers of literature writing in their mother tongue. The presentation stands of the ethnic communities is in line with the tradition of the Sigishwara Pro-Ethnica Festival. Between August 26th and 28th, Bucharest will host the East European Comic Con, which is a speculative fictional fan convention held annually in Bucharest, Romania. It is East Europe's most important event dedicated to fans of comics, animations, video games, as well as TV series and movies. The event has this year reached its 10th edition. Ross Marcand is the first confirmed guest of the 2022 edition. 
He will take part in the event on August 27th and 28th. The actor is known for the role of R. Ron in the famous series The Walking Dead, as well as for the iconic interpretation of Red Skull in the blockbuster film Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. August is also the month of fairs, so if you happen to be in Sibiu in central Romania, you will have the opportunity to visit the Gaudamus Book Fair organized by Radio Romania. The fair returns at the peak of the summer season in the big square in Sibiu between August 12th and 16th. The old and much-loved historic center of the city will host in the coming days the latest and most attractive releases on the book market in Romania. The event is organized by Radio Romania through the Gaudamus team and Radio Romania Regional, Cluj, Sibiu and Brasov, with the support of Sibiu City Hall. The official opening of the fair will take place on Friday, August 12th at noon. The honorary president of the Gaudamus Radio Romania Book Fair in Sibiu will be this year University Professor Dr. Constantin Nekula, a priest, a writer and a teacher. The fair will be open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. on the first four days and from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Tuesday, August 16th. Public access is free. The more than 30 participants, including the most prestigious publishing houses in the country, alongside music and game distributors, will enliven for a few days one of the most famous and already very animated tourist destinations in Romania, in a city with a rich cultural tradition. The top book releases issued in the very recent days, book launches and autograph sessions, with some of the most successful Romanian writers of the moment. Contests with book prizes, discounts and special offers will transform the big square in Sibiu into an unmissable destination for reading enthusiasts. For those who have already ended their vacation and will not be able to go to Sibiu, the website www.gaudamus.ro will bring a touch of the incomparable atmosphere of the Gaudamus Book Fair through the virtual stands of all the participants, and especially through the events broadcast live from the Big Square in Sibiu. The Sibiu edition of Radio Romina Gaudamus Book Fair was resumed in September 2021 after a 13-year break, being one of the very few events of this kind organized in our country under pandemic conditions. The excellent impact that the fair had on the public on this occasion led to the addition of the Sibiu edition to the Radio Romina Gaudas map this year as well, with real chances of becoming a constant landmark of Romania's cultural summers. Romania will be represented by 11 athletes at the 2022 European Aquatics Championships, a competition that will take place between August 11th and 21st in Rome. David Popovic, a double world champion, is one of the favorites of the competition hosted by the Italian capital and will compete in four events. 1,500 athletes from 50 countries will participate in the 2022 European Aquatics Championships. They will compete for 231 medals that the organizers will put up for grabs during the 11 days of competition in swimming, diving, 
synchronized swimming, open water swimming and high diving. And that's all from happening in Romania. From me, Lepramnara Simeon, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Eugen Nasta. You are invited to listen to a very popular song from the late Giorgetta Angel's repertoire. our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.